you know how like when you fart in a room and you leave the room and then you go back to the room like 10, 15 minutes later and you're like, oh, is that me? That's going to be this corner. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the RC Plane Lab podcast. I'm Ron. And I'm Tom. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. Good. How are you? It's late. It is late. It's it's a little bit later than normal, and that's my fault. No, that's okay. I apologize. I'm, if I sound tired... It's my fault. That's not your fault. I'm not saying it's your <laughs> fault, um, but it might have been because of you. Anyway, so let's talk about some stuff. Yes. We started a Discord server. You started a Discord server. But we did. Okay, you right. in spirit, me yep. in physicality. Right. Sure. Me and yeah, we'll go with that. Anyway, uh, so I want to thank our patrons that joined our server before our build night. Uh, but now it's time to open it up to everyone. So join us on Discord. The link will be below in the show notes. It's Discord. I don't know much about it. Um, it seems kind of cool. So we're we're just kind of playing yeah. around with it. Yeah. Uh, our email list sur- uh, survivors. What was I going to say? Our email list subscribers. subscribers were the first uh, to know about this. Uh, so if you want to find out about what we're doing behind the scenes and get occasional emails, because we don't do it often, yep. join our email list at rcplanelab.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and I'm really, really excited. We're going to Toledo. Yeah, I'm excited about that too. Yeah. So <clears throat> for anyone that doesn't know what Toledo is, it's only the biggest, well, I shouldn't say no. now. It used to be the biggest RC show kind of on the planet, really. Um, show attendance and things like that has, you know, kind of declined over the years. And I believe it was the year before last with COVID and a bunch of other stuff, they actually just stopped. Mm-hmm. Didn't put the show on or anything like that. Well, then last year they sort of resumed. It's not so much a a vendor showcase so much as it is a swap meet now. Yeah. And it's awesome. Like, I'm I can't looking, wait to go. Yeah, like... <laughs> It's going to be two nights in a hotel for us because it's a well, a little over a six-hour drive. Yeah. Uh, so I yep. think our plan is to take off work early on Thursday. Yep. Drive over there Thursday evening, early evening, get there by supper time or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, spend the night mm-hmm. and then spend all day shopping for airplanes. Yeah. Seven hundred and fifty thousand square feet. Is that what the what I saw on the on the I, website? I think so. Something, something around like that. Range. Yeah. So they said last year they sold 350 tables, mm-hmm. and they're over that for this year. God, I'm so excited. I am too. Like, I'm, taking I can't like, I'm taking like $1,000, and we're just going to blow it all. <laughs> and I'm, I will be glad to help you. <laughs> I am coming home with some airplanes. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Uh, I want to say that I'm not going to come home with airplanes, but I know I'm going to. It's just, I mean, it's, it's such to. a, I mean, it's, it, just the spectacle all this cool stuff in one building. Uh, I'm you'll so probably, excited. You'll probably come home with more motors. We'll see. I mean, I'm not opposed to buying engines, you know. <laughs> uh, the more nitro, the better. Four strokes especially. But, uh, hey, if you guys, uh, anybody out there that uh, still watches or listens to our podcast, if you guys are going to be there uh, and you see us walking around with our RC Plane Lab swag on, don't oh. be afraid to, to tap us on the shoulder and say, hey, I'm insert your name and I listen to your show. We would love to see you. I'm I'm wearing a shirt. Well, you have to wear a shirt, Ron. I don't. Okay. They're not going to let us to be discussed later. Guys like us in our physical builds, they're not going to want to see that. I 
they're, they're going to want us. Oh, clothed. I know what you mean now. No, I'm going to wear a shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you meant like, no, I don't. <laughs> anyway. Um, yes, yeah. we are going to wear our RC Plane Lab swag. Okay. Right? Yeah, I mean, sure. Otherwise, I how are people going to know that? That's who, my who point. So when you come up and say hi to us, just remember, I'm an introvert and I'm a little bit on the shy side. Ron is the one with the beard and I'm the bald guy. That's <laughs> true. Although I'm getting there. Well, I don't want to say. But. I'll be wearing a hat, that's for sure. Yes. Oh, yes. so, no, it's going to be a good time. Hopefully we can get a couple yeah. of our friends to come <clears throat> up with us, yep. um, and we can see what we can all buy. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I've, I've been looking forward to this. I got the clearance from the the boss at work uh, last week, I think it was, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited. Yeah, me too, and that's going to be here before you know it. I know. I mean, like, it's only... Uh, four weeks well, from it's a month today. From today, yeah. Four weeks from today. That's yeah. awesome. From the day, yeah, from today that we're recording. So, yep. This is the first of March. Yeah, already. So I'm really excited. Yeah, like I don't know if you good. could tell, but like I'm, <laughs> I'm like beaming. I can over see your here. face, and it's, yeah, it's just gonna be fun. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know what to expect. And you know, the best part is we're not taking anything there to sell to get rid of. No, I don't want to <laughs> sit at a table. I mean, like that's just not the fun part right. of the day. Right. So, so yeah. Hopefully, we'll see some of our listeners there. I think that would be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Ron, not so much. <laughs> no, not that, that he doesn't want to see you. It's he's very nervous to meeting new people. That will that will be fun. I will enjoy that. It'll be nice. Um, yeah. So the other, like, swap meet one of these years I want to get to, it's probably not going to be for a couple more years. The big one. The Perry swap meet. Yeah. And I think that's actually, what, this weekend or next weekend? I don't remember what it is, but it's, it's before... Coming it's yeah, before it's like, Toledo. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's coming up pretty it may be next weekend actually. Yeah. And that is a long that one drive usually for falls, us. Yeah, that one usually falls on a on a work weekend for me too, because it's usually, you know, the second weekend and yeah, so it might the be second this, full weekend. It might actually be this week. I've seen people posting on on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. This is all the stuff I'm taking. I'm like, oh man, yeah. that's not fair. Yep. Should be coming home with me. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely have to work that into our schedule in the future because that's another one I would like to go to. Yeah, we'll have to rent yeah, a U-Haul or something to bring <laughs> stuff back. <laughs> well, you'll have your you'll have an expedition by then, right? Or a Tesla truck, maybe. Uh, it depends when they come out. We'll see. <laughs> and then we'll still have to pull a trailer, and well, yeah, of course, that'll be yeah. fun. Um. Yeah, by so, then we may have to unload stuff to make room for stuff. Well, and you know, here's the here's the honest problem I have. I also am out of room. Like, I don't have room for more airplanes anywhere in this house. You've seen it. I mean, like, it is a little overwhelming. Well, I mean, yes. What's the... Well, I mean, you have room. I mean, you could stack airplane after airplane after... I mean, you have room, but... You want also living space, and you don't want to fill that living space with airplanes. So I get along well with my wife, <laughs> um, and I don't want to encroach upon our yeah. living, our, our habitat area. Yes. Um, which I think, with like the exception your, you of the know, basement. Your bedroom doesn't have airplanes in it. You know, your no. bathroom doesn't have airplanes in it. Like, we no. know people. Yeah. Who fill, like, every square inch of their home with airplanes. Not married, though. Completely different, live alone. Well, I would definitely have that if I was a bachelor. Yeah. I actually have asked her if I could hang a uh, airplane from our ceiling in the bedroom as art <laughs> yes, and storage art. area, art and store. And she said, no. Can you believe it, though? Like, really? 
I can't believe that. I just, who wouldn't want an airplane hanging right above their head as they're trying to go to sleep? I definitely do. <laughs> so also, we're going to start doing interviews. Yes. Oh, you you sounded so excited there, but it took a minute. Yeah, I, I it took a second to process. But yeah, I was, I'm really excited about that. Uh, so if you've already filled out the Be a Guest form on our website, we have already emailed you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be in the process of setting up times and trying to figure what works for all of us in order yeah. to kind of hook up. It'll take a little bit of coordination with scheduling and stuff like that. But yeah, um, yeah, that I think that's going to add a, a cool dimension to the show. Yeah, I think so too. So if you haven't already filled out the form and you want to be a guest, uh, go to rcplanelab.com. Once again, click on the Be a Guest guest, I think is what the, the link is or whatever it is. You'll right. find it. It's pretty simple to find. Uh, fill out that form and it'll come into us and we will reach out. Yep. Last weekend, we recorded the next, because we're at, this is the first time we've ever recorded out of out of order. Yes. So last weekend, record, or we recorded next week's episode. Right. Next week. Yes, you caught that. Yep. Next week's episode. Yeah. So uh, we had a friend of ours out, Dave Taylor. Mm-hmm. He came and we kind of sat down and talked to him and, and went over some interesting things, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always fun to hear how people get started in the hobby. So that's kind of what we're going to be starting to do. And we're going to use those episodes as filler for the weeks that we are not releasing episodes. Right. So if we get enough guests and enough, all that kind of stuff, we will have weekly episodes again. Yeah, exactly. That's so gonna be. I mean, like, I'm yeah, looking forward to that. It'll be just us, kind of every other week, like we've been doing, and then, mm-hmm. uh, like, just like, like an interview series. Yeah, just like you said, as in those weeks, weeks where it's not just us, it'll be um, our friends and listeners. Yeah, be, uh, being interviewed by us, which <laughs> everybody knows that's going to be great. That's going to be <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> so we started putting our chipmunks together too. Yes, the Goldberg chipmunks. Yeah. So poor Dave, though. <laughs> I feel really bad about what happened. So a little backstory. So we had Dave out <clears throat> uh, on a Saturday and, uh, we were, you know, we did our interview with him and then, you know, we thought, well, you know, maybe Dave would like to hang out afterwards and, you know, build these chipmunks with us or, or watch or, you know, see how the podcast works, whatever. Anyway, the week before he's going to come out and we're going to do this, he asked me, hey, can I bring anything? Well, in my head, I went straight to, he's asking me if if we want him to bring anything, any food or, you know, <laughs> snacks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 Dave, we got it. We've got everything covered. And he's like, okay, cool. Well, he gets here and, <laughs> you know, we, we, do the, the, we do the interview and all that. And then we start working on the chipmunks and we notice that Dave's he doesn't have anything to, to do. And Ron asks Dave, he says, hey, did you bring anything to work on? And Dave says, well, no, Tom said not to bring anything, <laughs> which is absolutely true. I did. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about, you know, I should have said something like, hey, don't bring, don't bother with bringing any food. We got that covered. But if you have something you want to work on while we're working on these, bring that. And I didn't say that, but... But that's okay. You came to the rescue. Well, it, it's a win-win situation for me. <laughs> it usually is. <laughs> what was that supposed to mean? Uh, but no, so anyway, I had that old GWSA-10 is kit. I mean, do you call it a kit? I don't know if it's you'd call a kit. it a kit. I mean, GWS called them kits, so they're kits. It's a big piece of foam, which, by the way, have you looked at the actual it's foam on that terrible. one? terrible. It is absolutely it's atrocious. Yeah. Um, like it's like it didn't expand the way it was supposed to yeah, in the mold. Just on half, though. Yeah, the other half looks great. So I guess I always fly to the left or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Fly um, with the right side facing you. But I think. Now, if I'm flying to the left, that'd be the left side facing me, right? Well, what I'm saying is fly. I mean, because it's the left side that looks bad, right? I don't remember. So 
Anyway. Sure. I need to go look to be sure. It doesn't matter. But anyway, yeah, so it's awful. Dave was kind enough to volunteer. Well, kind of. To put it together for yeah. me uh, yeah, while yeah. we were working on the chipmunk. So, so he's yeah. got uh, the wing done Yep, and ready to go. And so here's the thing. He's built those before. He has. You've built those before. One. I've built one before. You've built that before. Um, I haven't built any of those. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed at knowing that this is going to be put together better than if I did it myself because you guys know the tips and tricks that I would not have known if I, had I sat down by myself and put it together. I see your point, but um, even without Dave and I here, you would have had no trouble putting that together. And I'll add, it would fly just fine, putting it together just the way the instructions tell you to. I get it. However, it's going to be better this way. It is. It's definitely going to be better. Um it it came with like a bamboo skewer or something. Yours actually or, had a fiberglass rod for the. Oh, is that what it yeah, was? Mine was bamboo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I I guess is stronger, but no, anyway, it's not. No, I replaced the bamboo in mine with carbon fiber. Oh, really? I did. Well, yeah. that's what we did on mine that's too. That's what we did on yours. Uh, and by we, I mean Dave. Dave. Yep. Because Thanks, Dave. he knew to do it. Yes. So I should have a stiffer wing than yep. if I would have made it myself. Yep. And then he also said something odd about. You know where I'm going? The mm-hmm. nacelles yep. are supposed to be upside down. Yeah. So a funny story. So when I built mine, I uh, I added the carbon fiber rod in the wing, and uh, I had actually added carbon fiber rods across the nacelles, too, to add a little stiffness. Because they were, you know, I was looking at, uh, I think it was, there was a couple of them in the club at the time, and I noticed that the, the engine nacelles were kind of weak, too. You know, they would wobble. Mm-hmm for lack of a better word. So I put the rods in my in a, across the nacelles too. And these were all suggestions from Dave because he had already built one. So I built mine and uh, we showed up at the field at the same time one day and he was looking at mine kind of funny and he would <laughs> look at his and he would look at mine again. He's like, and he would look, he, he told me, he said, I think I put my motors on upside down. And I said, well, what are you talking about? He, he actually mounted the left engine pod on the right side of the fuselage and, and the right one on the left side. So his his engine hitting the cells are actually almost sitting kind of on top of the wing. Whereas mine are more scale like and they're mm-hmm. you know they're kind of up out into the airstream. But his <clears throat> his flies so much better than mine. Like it's it's faster. It seems like it penetrates the wind better. It it doesn't seem to be as floaty for lack of a better, it almost looks like a heavier airplane, even though they weigh exactly the same. Yeah. It almost looks like a heavier airplane that really is dialed in, whereas mine just kind of, you know, gets buffeted by the wind and doesn't go very fast. So I'm thinking when you put, when you get to that point with yours, hopefully if Dave, you know, agrees to finish it for you, he'll mount your engines backwards, hopefully. You think that? Because I kind of like the floaty better. Oh, do you? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that, that'll be totally your call, but I love the way his flies compared to mine. Oh. Now, granted, it's been it's been a number of years since mine has flown, so I'm not sure when the last time he flew his was either. But, yeah, when we were flying them regularly, his was much better flyer than mine. That's interesting. Yeah. So, anyway. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I maybe I need to see what his looks like, because if it looks off with those being so low. It doesn't. Oh, it doesn't? It looks okay. It looks fine. Like you really have to be, you almost have to have them side by side to even notice the difference. And you know how Dave is. He's he's very meticulous with the paint scheme and, and the yeah. markings. And his looks 
way better than mine too. <laughs> well, he's very scale with all his stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he does. And he a, does a great a good job. job on that. Yeah, mount him upside down. You won't be sorry if if you say so. I, I that's fine. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, poor Dave. I felt bad because I told him not to bring anything and. Lucky for you, I told him that. Well, I was going to say, don't feel bad. I'm <laughs> perfectly fine with that because, you know, win-win for me. Yeah. Um, speaking of win-win, this is not a win-win for me. The chipmunk kits we got. Yes. I'm a little upset. Why? Well, not really upset. but I think they look awesome. I was excited to have a Carl Goldberg model. Okay. I don't. What is it's not? No. Well, so, it says Goldberg on the... Okay, as I was as I was going to sleep... And they that, are nearly the same. There's only small difference. I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off, but there's only right. like small differences between... It's not a Goldberg? Well, we figured when we got them that one was an older version and one was a newer version. A new, yeah. Um, you had your old setup from another airplane that you were going to use for that one, so it had the stick, what, the stick mount for mm -hmm. the motor and stuff, yeah. and then mine actually, the one I got... As the normal mount, like up front for a, a brushless motor and stuff. For an outrunner. Um, mm -hmm. So I was still excited to have, a, a like I said, a, a Goldberg anything. Because I've never had actually a, a Goldberg thing. So as I was reading that, that night after you guys left, that Saturday night, I was laying in bed and reading the instruction manual on what I needed to do next, you know, to kind of figure out yep. what the next steps were. Mm -hmm. Wow. I closed it. And as I was putting it, like, onto my nightstand, I saw that it said... Uh, Habako. And I was like, what? Oh. So. Yeah, that's right. I started looking through there and actually paying attention to what it said. And I came down and looked at your manual because you yep. left yours here. So yours said, um, uh, what was it? It said Carl Goldberg products, products or something mm -hmm. like that. Yep. And mine, unfortunately, says Carl Goldberg Classics. By Great Plains. Yeah. I I forgot all about that. Great Plains did, well, Hobbyco, did acquire uh, Goldberg. Well, I think 2012 is when the the uh, the copyright on the back of my okay. instruction manual. Yeah, 2011, 2012. So, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. And that, that actually kind of explains, in my head anyway, why, you know, the differences in the airframes. Like... Why yours is set up for the for the brushless outrunner? That's probably set up for the Great Plains Rimfire series of motors. I bet. Yeah, which oddly enough, the motor that takes, and I've never seen this way before, is for a, a triple mount instead of the the cross mount. Mm -hmm. So it's an actual triangular mount. Yeah. That, from what I have seen, the Rimfire motor that goes on that that is the only one. Yeah. That has that mount. All the cheap yep. ones that I was planning on put on or putting on it mm -hmm. has a, a cross mount, so I'm well, going to have to figure something but out. But still, on that. I mean, don't be don't be too disappointed. It's still a piece of history. Like so, and Great Plains. It's only ten years old. Well, but hold on though. Great Plains only produced Goldberg classics for just a short period before um, before they dropped the entire the entire line. Like. They must have done something with the with this the small chipmunk, and they did something with the cub too. They produced the cub for a while, oh, okay. and they may have done a tiger, the tiger forty or sixty size, and then they were done. So, like your airplane is is, even though it's not a Goldberg, you know, kit or whatever, it's still a piece of history, and it is a. I mean, it it, it goes back to Goldberg. I mean, it's their design with a few tweaks that Hobbyco put on so they could sell their own product. Well, it's. It actually makes more sense now because after we got those, like when we first decided we were going to actually put them together, mm -hmm. I went online to, there's a, a website, 
I wish I could remember exactly what it was, but it's Carl Goldberg, all the old instruction mm-hmm. manuals. You can still get a list of all of them. Mm-hmm. The one I had wasn't on there. Yours was. Yeah, well, now that makes sense as yep. to why, because I'll be that's darn. a different airplane. Huh. But I do like some of the, the changes that were made, like mine's a magnetic hatch on the canopy, whereas yours is spring-loaded. Mm-hmm. It's It's... A more modern airplane. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, so, there's clearly a a difference in the two, even with the the um, the control horns. Yours actually yeah. has the nice, you know, bolt together yeah. control horns that you know kind of sandwich the control surface between them, and mine are these kind of these little stick on. You glue them on and hope for the best. Um, so yeah, yeah they're the, the ones that go into the slot, right? Yeah, there's, just there's like two a, holes drilled, pre-drilled into the surface, and then the control horn is plastic with two little pegs on it. Oh. Those go down, and you glue those into that hole. I didn't see you the trim, pegs. Yeah, you trim a little bit of the covering away, so you've got a nice—I think they'll be fine. But I thought they were just the flat ones <clears throat> that actually went— oh, No, okay. they have they have uh, posts. Well, that should hold oh, yeah, just I think as good, but yeah. the nice thing about those is you don't see it from the top. You don't see right. the, you know, yeah, you, don't you don't see the see post that. coming yeah. through and the screws coming out. Yeah. That's one thing I don't like But they're not like as them, secure, you know, as, true. A, as a nice. But it's a tiny airplane. Yeah, that's true. What is that, 38 yeah. inch or something? Yours actually has an instrument panel. You know, mine's just sort of basic. You can see the air, you know, the structure inside. Yeah. Well, There's no instrument panel. From five feet away, nobody will know. Yours has a tail wheel. Uh, yeah. I do mine, like the tail wheel as opposed has to the skid. skid. Yeah. So I, I like the, I like yours. And I... I wouldn't be disappointed that it's not a true Goldberg well, product. I kind of am, but I'll get over it. Yeah, Maybe I'll find a Goldberg kit or an ARF or something. Well, I mean, I know a guy that's got a few Goldberg kits. He could probably come off of one later. Oh, you? <laughs> do you really? Of course yeah. you do. I, I should know that because I still have yeah. your list. I just well, don't I have, have it memorized. And, well, I think as far as Goldberg goes, I think that might be might be all I have is the Cub. Well, you plan on building that. But so. we're going to Toledo. Yeah. And, and there will be lots of kits there. And kits, by the way, transfer back home much easier than full airplanes. Amen. <laughs> yeah, and if it's still in the box, it's much easier to Tetris into the back of the vehicle to get it home than mm-hmm. a full-size, fully-built, ready-to-fly airplane. Just saying. We're going to, yeah, we're going to have to take some blankets or something for yeah, packaging. I'll I'll be prepared. Okay, good. Because <clears throat> yeah. I probably won't be. Have I mentioned how excited I am about that? I'm, I don't know if I've mentioned that. You're but. glowing. <laughs> I'm not, I'm I'm excited that you're excited and I'm excited yeah. to be going. So it's yeah. like double excitement. Yeah. 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 My excitement is feeding off of your excitement, <laughs> which is feeding off of my excitement. <laughs> As the time gets closer, it's yeah, gonna yeah. get so much better. I know. So we're, we're we need to finish these little chipmunks. We will. Yeah. Um I so we plan on doing that here in the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and I am not a very patient person. No, you're not. I <laughs> so, mean, I already know what you're going to say. Well, because you saw Cheater. it. Cheater. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Cheater, I wasn't even going to tell. I wasn't even going to Okay, so I told you I was going <laughs> to wait for you. But the, literally, the next two steps on that airplane for putting it together was to epoxy the tail on. Okay. So I figured it made more sense for me to do that. Since that gets me closer to this, the you were faster than I was. That gets me closer to where you I, are on your airplane. See, you keep saying I'm. It's not that I was faster. It's just the the assembly order and oh. and level of complication are different on these two airplanes. That's true because of the small differences. Like, you know, you had to drill holes and mount your your control horns. All I had to do was 
cut a little bit of covering away and glue my control horns on with yeah. you know, CA. So it's not that I was faster. It's just that the steps on mine were quicker because they were easier. Well, I guess my point is, though, I wanted to get the part down where, like, I didn't want you to come over and have us start working on it and then me spend three minutes on something <laughs> and go, okay, well, I'm going to wait for a half hour now. It just didn't make any <laughs> sense for me minutes. to do that. No, I used 30 minutes on Oh, that. did you? Well, mm -hmm. for you. I don't have any five minutes. That's I why. But you said you weren't patient. Well, for that one, I knew I was going to be done for the night, so oh, I, I just walked away from it. Okay. But anyway, so yes, I did put the tail on, um, and then I got chided when you came in for, for doing stuff on it without you. Actually, you said you didn't care. <laughs> I don't That's think okay. I chided you. I may have, I may have furrowed my brow. Mm, you did. But Very no, much so. it's okay. I, I totally get it, and I would have done the same thing. Well, like I said, that way when we get back together, we're more actually working on something. Yeah, as we're closer to, to the same, yeah, to the um, same spot. But I'm not patient, so what I was going to say is I started putting together my spacewalker. And that's oh, you what you saw over there. you mean your skywalker. No, it's a, you're, you're really messing with me. <laughs> it's a spacewalker, and that part is going uh, to... Ron likes to call it a skywalker. Who, by I, the way... Am I the one? I thought you were the one that did that. No, that was you. That was all you. Because you even said, why am I calling that? I've never seen the movie. Hmm. Well, somebody messed up, <laughs> and it probably was me. Um, well, Skywalker just makes more sense, because it's an airplane. It's not going in space. That's true. It's going in it's the going sky. going in the sky. Yeah, makes but anyway, perfect sense. But anyway, so the, the RF I bought up at Brian's last time we went up, or a couple times ago that we went up, I started putting that together. And that is going really together nice very fast. Yeah. It's a good-looking airplane. Like, I've got easily less than half the time in that than I do on this little chipmunk, mm -hmm. and I am so much farther along. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's been a pleasant surprise at how quick it goes. The only thing I don't like about that, I'm, I'm going to complain a little bit. It's a big, like, decent-sized airplane. It's not big, I guess. Yeah, it's but a 40 it's size. You know, it's a 60-something. Yeah. yeah, wingspan, mm -hmm. single-piece wing. Like, for some reason, okay, it has the mounting <clears throat> bolts that hold it on. There's two of those, one in each panel. Mm -hmm. It has the aluminum tube that goes between the wings. Yes. Which is normal for two-piece wings. Yep. However, when it told me, you know, in the directions, it said to epoxy that together. So that's what I'm waiting on now. Before you get out here, I epoxy that together. But still, it's like, I would prefer a two-piece wing. I understand. Like, I, you know, I get it. Two-piece wings are are convenient, you know, especially for transporting, which... I know, have a car, you, so... Yeah, so, um, no, I get it, but in my opinion, you know, we went so many years with one-piece wings that a one-piece wing just doesn't bother me anymore. Really? Or at yeah. all. It never really did, to be honest. I guess I can see that, but it's just, it's harder to... It makes me appreciate the two-piece wings that much more, but when <laughs> I don't have them, I don't throw a fit. I, okay, I guess I, I can see that. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> I'm voicing my opinion. That's so, and you can't buy those anymore anyway, so it doesn't right. matter. And All that's, that's probably that's actually probably a probably an older design that you know was designed before two piece wings were common. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the date on. But what I'm that a, would I'm be. a huge fan of Seagull Arfs. Mm -hmm. uh, they they do. I mean, I prefer kits, obviously, or or even scratch built. But uh, as far as Arfs go, they I've never really had one um, that didn't go together well. Yeah, and that also didn't appear to be well constructed. You know, yeah. the glue joints have always on the seagull arps. I've always found that they they are adequate. Yeah, at the least, and most of them have flown pretty good. <laughs> well, hopefully, this is one of them that does. I'm sure it will. Um, which ones of yours have not? Well, 
one comes to mind um that that yak that i've been tinkering on and off with you know the yellow and black yellow one. And black yeah um and and really it's, it's not an issue of it of it flying poorly i think i think mostly it's just me getting the cg dialed in like i don't think they have it correct in the manual because if i you know when i set it up even at the forward limit you know which would be nose heavy mm-hmm. uh as per the manual it still flies like it's tail heavy it's very very pitch sensitive hmm. and it's not a short coupled airplane like it has a long tail moment so it shouldn't be pitch sensitive and some of that um some of that problem might be exacerbated that's a big word but mm-hmm. it might be aggravated by the the poor quality servos i chose to put in it Oh, maybe like not I, centering or something. Exactly, yeah. and I think that's I think that's the issue I'm fighting, and it makes it feel pitch sensitive when, in actuality, it, I think it might be the servos not finding the exact center every time. Almost looks like it porpoises, <clears throat> but exactly, it's not actually right. because of yep. CG. It is because yep. I got gotcha. you. Okay, but uh, but yeah, as far as uh, as far as the construction goes, I've I've been very happy with with pretty much every Seagull R5 put together. Well, well, speaking of of. Uh, uh, servos. We'll see how these go. These are ones I got off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, Metal Gear servos, yeah. standard size, full size servos. You know, yep, same ones I got. I love them. Yeah, four pack so for like eighteen bucks. Yeah. So I mean, and they're high torque also. Yeah. So yeah, I I so I got you know I just got a mess of them too from Amazon, and I took a couple of them out of the packages the other night and plugged them in and kind of ran them through their their range of motion. And man, they, I mean. For what I spent on them, they're smooth, they're quiet. I mean, we'll see what they act like in the airplane, but so far I'm, I mean, I guess I should preface that by saying, or I guess I should have said first that this is my first standard size servo Amazon purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so far, I've, everything I'm, else you've done has been name brand. Right, right. And, so uh, look at you coming like. I, I know. Now, I will not, I will not cheap out on receivers and I, I stand by that but the servos these so far at least prior to putting them in the airplane I'm impressed yeah I I agree especially for the price oh my gosh I just hope they last because I don't want to uh, yeah. have an airplane go down because of a servo that doesn't work you know like I said the, really the, the servos work servos don't work what'd you do I you went to put my drink down I splashed on me Sorry. Way to go. <laughs> dummy <laughs> uh, but anyway servos fail i mean we know that happens i guess the only difference is like the amazon servos that we got um if they fail and we crash we're out an airplane and a servo whereas if servos fail when you buy a spectrum one you're out an airplane and they'll fix the servo i mean that's only way i can look at it like that's yeah that's you're not out that much more yeah, going about it that way. It's just the chances that your failure may be sooner rather than later with the cheaper servos. I mean, that would be another argument Maybe. somebody could make. But yeah, there's no way to know that. Yeah, and I mean, for the price, and you know, for for an airplane maybe that is uh, um, low threat, you know, like low value maybe, or an airplane. Well, you this just is not one of those. Unfortunately. No, but like on you know my next arf build that escapade i will have no problem putting four of those or, or five of those servos in that airframe and go fly the bejesus out of it yeah i'll be interested to see how it works mm-hmm. hopefully yep. mine works well too i'm sure it will uh we made a trip up to brian's by the way we did i went up and said i'm not buying an airplane and you didn't and i didn't I, this was this was purely a supply run 
Like, you know, last time we talked about the glues that were just so wonderfully terrible from oh, Hobby yeah, Lobby. From Hobby Lobby. Um, yeah. So I loaded up on glue. I ended up buying three big bottles of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully that'll last a while. I got some other things. You can never have enough, uh, like, control horns. I bought a, a fact. ton of those. I think I bought, oh, God, a good 15 or 16 packages of them in different sizes. Um, and then I also got epoxy. That was, like, my whole... yeah whole really whole thing i got a few other odds and ends too but um yeah you spent way less than i did i know what'd you get i got another airplane what'd you get (laughs) so funny story so if you've never been to dynamic balsa if if you're ever in the midwest take the trip Mm -hmm. it's worth it right i I mean i agree like there's so many little nooks and crannies in his shop (laughs) That you just never know what you're gonna find. So I'm I'm rummaging around, you know, kind of looking through the one of the one of the back rooms, and out of the corner of my eye, I see upside down an arf box, and on the the picture of the of the airframe, it's a yellow, little yellow and black uh, GBZ, and I'm you know I like the GBZ, you know, it's a, it's mm-hmm. a cool airplane, the R1, you know, all the GBs are are cool in my opinion. Um, so anyway, I see this arf box turned upside down. And so I look a little closer, and what it is is somebody has taken the lid off the box, checked it out, and then just thrown the lid back kind of on top of the box upside down. So I'm like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> so I walk over, sachet over a little closer, and it's a Kyosho uh, ARF. And so when these came out, I think they were like 2005 to seven ish time frame. I wanted one of these things in the worst way because at the time I had, I believe it was an OS. Yeah, it was an OS new. It was an OS 70 FS2 that was just screaming to be put on something (laughs) fast and cool when this airplane was perfect. Well, long story short, I never bought one. Well, here at this little dusty corner of, of Brian's shop is this what appears to be a complete arf just kind of languishing here in the in the corner. So I I pull the lid off and I'm starting to go kind of through the box. And the box is rough, you know, because it had water damage or and it was like just torn through and people not, you know, being careful with mm-hmm. opening it and closing it. <clears throat> but all the parts are there. And in good shape. And in good shape, yeah. They're still all packaged or still all sealed in their bags. Um, the covering looks pretty decent. You know, it's not like all... Um, wrinkly and stuff, mm-hmm. saggy. So I'm like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> so I carefully put the lid back on it so that it looks like an ARF should look, you know. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to stash that in the back of my head because Brian is, is Brian is always busy. He's always, like, he's always working yep. a deal or, or or talking to a customer, which he, he should. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I didn't want to interrupt him. So I was like, okay, I'll just kind of put this little nugget in the back of my brain and I'll ask him about it when we're getting ready to leave or whatever. So, yeah, so fine, I bought it. Um, I caught Brian at a, at a moment of, uh, of uh, quiet, and I was like, hey, Brian, what about this <laughs> Kyosho thing back there? And he made me a really good deal. I feel like I made, he made me a really good deal. So, I yeah. think so, too. Um, so I brought it home, and I'm going to – I've already started working on it, and it's sort of inspired me and motivated me to get working on airplanes again because it's such a neat airplane. So what – I know the answer to this, and this is going to make me laugh. What mode are you putting on that? Well, I mean, folks who follow us on Facebook already know, but uh, I'm going to put that Sato three-cylinder radial on it. 
What's uh, what's that motor supposed to go on, Tommy? Well, it can go on anything. I mean, anything that takes a sixty to ninety size four stroke, that motor can go on. So what I mean, what is what's the actual home for that motor supposed to be? For that motor specifically, yeah. Um, so I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving up on it, okay? It so my swap with like Camel, mm -hmm. right? Like that's the the airframe that I intend still to oh. put that motor on for a permanent home. Really? But this is an airplane that I've been working on for the course, you know, over the course of the last decade, few years, and it's stagnant. You know, it's a project that's a long term project, and it, I mean, honestly, I don't really have any plans of finishing it soon mm -hmm. but this engine is just too cool to sit in a ziploc bag i agree and not hear it run i absolutely agree with that but so, now the engine has a home and it temporary it, it's it, a temporary see, I home i don't like the way you're thinking about that what, why because that you just hey we're no. going to toledo in a month you're gonna get another one maybe if they have them that'd be good because i i don't know i just or have something but for maybe. what though the camel if I could find a 120. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, it would need more than that? Well, the 120 and the 90 are roughly the same size physically, mm -hmm. but the 120 is newer um, and a little more efficient and lighter. Produces a little more power. Oh, okay. So, so, it, so if I happen to find one of those for a good deal, I'll buy that, and that'll go on the Camel. See, that would make me happy. I don't know why you're so upset. I mean, the Camel has, like you, like... Because I hear... I hear what you're doing with that motor, and to me, it sounds like the GB is a throwaway airplane. That is that is how, in my mind, I hear about like, okay, this airplane's fine for now. I'm going to put this motor on it. This is like an awesome motor I love, but just for now, so I can hear the motor run, and then off with you, I'm done. So I can see why you would think that, mm -hmm. but even if I don't find another three-cylinder radial to either put on the camel or to put on the GB and then take the original off the GB. I have so many other four strokes. Like a, a Sato, well, I happen to have a Sato 82 that is in primo, like primo shape that I got from you mm -hmm. that I've ran um, that runs awesome that would be perfect for that GB. But it wouldn't sound as good. No, I agree. It wouldn't sound as good. But the GB is not a throwaway airplane. I'm not investing all this time okay. to make it look pretty and to do a good job on the landing gear and all that stuff, which, by the way, the landing gear are very complicated on this airplane. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, I would not be spending all the time on this just to just to take an engine off of it later and then just have it sit in the rafters. No, no. No, there's plans. Okay, I'm just, like, just like making if, sure. Like, like if it... the three-cylinder ever comes off of that airframe to go back to the Camel... Sato 82 or an OS 91 would be a screamer on this airplane. It's only like a 40, I think it's a 46-inch wing. It's really small. Are you serious? It's really small. What? I I assumed it was bigger just by mm -hmm. looking at it. 46 or 48, somewhere in that range. That's tiny. It's small and okay. fast. That That's going to be fun. And then with that three-cylinder, I mean, it's just going to be awesome. I can't wait to yeah. actually have you finish up with that. Um, <laughs> Me too. That'll be a spring project so I, to go out and so fly. So I did, you know, I did, I, I did get some stuff done on it. You know, the other night I set up, I bought a. Um, so we may, I may have mentioned this before, but uh, 
you know, the, the Sullivan remote glow that <laughs> I had the issue with. Yeah. I bought a crane engineering uh, onboard glow for it. And I set that up the other night. And man, is that thing slick. Like if you have a multi-cylinder, actually this, this little setup would work on multi-cylinder engines or multi-engine airplanes. You could run your glow system for up to six glow plugs, I think. And it, like I said, it could be on a multi-cylinder engine or just a multi-engine airplane. Like this would be the perfect setup for, say, like a dualist with two nitro motors. Say like a tri-motor. If you needed it, or a tri-motor even. Mm-hmm. So um, such a such an easy system to set up and actually really easy to, uh, to program too. And that it works. Would, so that would be handy to not have to have three glow plug igniters. Yeah, I'm going to buy another one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah, I've already decided that... When the time comes to start setting that up, this one of these is going in the trimotor. Nice. Yeah. Just to... because it's it's easy. And I mean, why not? I mean, who cares if somebody says, Oh, well, yeah, sure, your engines run good at idle because you got glow on. So like I don't care. Oh, do they? Oh, there's you know, purists out there, they'll say, Well, you know, you should get your engine to idle without that. No, I mean, so it it stays on at idle then? Yeah. Yeah, you program it to come on at a certain, whatever position you want, whenever you bring the stick past that position down, it turns them on for you. Oh, that's handy. It's slick. It's so slick. Like I had, I don't know what airplane it was on, but a long time ago I had a Hobby King version of that. Mm-hmm. But it was just on or off based on you turning it on or yeah. off on yeah. your transmitter. Yeah. You can do that with this one too. Like um, actually... If I mix it, well, it's getting into a whole other topic. But yeah, I, I see the merit in being able to turn it off and on. But I really, really like the fact that it will come on automatically as I bring the throttle stick back, and I can I can tell it at what point. I can program it to what point that is. So now, it's pretty pretty slick. Will it have a kill switch or something on it too, so you're not heating them all the time when you don't want them heated? I can, yeah. Like I said, if I mix that into a channel and I can flip that channel to high or whatever, yeah, you can turn it off that way. Cool. But I'll kill it. I mean, I'll kill it the way I kill all my nitro motors. I'll just either, you know, close the throttle barrel or run it out of fuel. Well, yeah, I get that. But I mean, like, when you first turn your airplane on, if you don't need a, a glow plug igniter Oh, yeah, you can turn it, it off. Yep. You know, you wouldn't just leave it hot the whole mm-hmm. time that you're working on stuff or anything like that. Right. So. Yeah, you can turn it off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, I, it's really, really I'll sweet. be interested so, to see how all that works. So I did get that set up on the GB and that, uh, and it's... The engine is ready to run. Like, so, I mean, it, sometime if I have time before the airplane's ready to fly, I can I can run the engine on the stand like I was going to try to do the day we, I, <laughs> the day I messed up That's the original. Uh, bad design. That's plug. all we can yeah. say. Um, oh, you, and no exposed anything on the, on, the, <laughs> on the actual module. So I like that. Well, that's handy. Thanks, guys. That's Crane great. engineering. Awesome. That's how it should be. Yep. You also got a, an exhaust ring for it? Oh yeah! Is that I on yet? all about that? It's on. Yeah, it's, I, I mounted it to the motor. It's a Kellyo. It's a Kellyo exhaust ring uh, for the Sato ninety R three. Actually, it fits the ninety R three, the one twenty R three, and the FG nineteen, which is basically oh. basically the gas, the gas version of yeah. those. Yeah, um, not easy to put on, but I followed their. You know, their they have a YouTube kind of t- tutorial, and if you follow that loosely, you can get it on. But uh, <laughs> man. Is it pretty? <laughs> I can't wait to hear it with this thing. So how, I mean, is it going to sound pretty different? It should sound quite a bit different than the than the three individual exhaust pipes because those three individual exhaust pipes, they're all different lengths. Mm. So they have a different tone to each one. So 
this is it all it gets all collected into one ring and then it all goes out one exit so they all kind of have the same tune well that's easier to set up too then yeah you don't have to worry about three different pipes coming out and getting dirt everywhere exactly because you know yep. those it's going to make... nitro engines are so <laughs> dirty and that was that was one of the main reasons i decided to go ahead and spend the money on the ring was to ease the cleanup because yeah. it it takes all of the exhaust and dumps it in one location. So and the um, the actual exhaust pipe that's welded onto the ring is actually quite long. So um, I'll likely be trimming it, you know, so I can you know leave it. If I leave it long, I can really get that exhaust away from oh, the airplane. Oh yeah, well, that's so, cool. Like how much do those run? So it wasn't cheap. Um, I ordered it from CH Ignitions, which is, uh, you know, kind of my go-to for anything we do that's gas related. I go straight there. Um, but they also sell the Kelly O-rings and it was, uh, I'm a little embarrassed to admit what I spent on it, but it was $185 plus shipping. I, I, um, I will eat crow because I was talking to Reggie the other day and I, well, you had sent a picture on the group and stuff and he saw it and stuff and I was on the phone with him when you sent it. And he's like, he got super excited. He's like, oh, I can't believe you bought one of those. I was like, well, why? You know, to me, it's just a ring that looks like it's honestly should be no more than like 20 bucks. He's like, <laughs> he's like, those are like 150 bucks. I was like, no, he no. would not spend that much on I, a circle. I know. I know. Okay. Um, well, but Reggie, you're right. It's uh, it's well-made. Yeah. It's, it's all aluminum and it's welded, obviously, TIG welded. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes with adapters uh, that bolt to the exhaust port that the ring then bolts into. Um, and that's all well-made. It's all very well-made, but yeah, it is, is pricey. That, well, I'm proud of you. That means you're yeah. getting into this engine and you're going to get that thing done. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm not proud of the fact that I spent that much on it, but, um, I don't regret it. It's, it's not something to be proud of, but it's good to know that you do what you need to do to do it right. Does that make sense? I think I so. mean, like, you don't want to flaunt that, oh, I spent this much on it, but no. that's the right way to do it. So, well, I for mean, for what you're doing. So, and- I didn't have to do it. Like, I could have, I could totally have made do with the, with the three individual exhaust pipes that, uh, you know, the flex pipes that you can kind of bend to get them all kind of in the same area mm-hmm. for the exhaust. Um, but to be honest, I didn't have the GBZ in mind really when I bought that ring. I had the camel in mind because on the camel, it's it's going to be fabric covered, right? And I want the fabric to show through the finish, right? And that's going to be kind of a rough finish. And if I get, you know, a lot of... Uh, Gunk? Yeah, slime, mm-hmm. you know, the, the nitro slime on it, it's going to be really difficult to clean and it's going to make the airplane not pretty. So really, in my head, I kind of had the camel in mind when I bought the when I made the justification to buy the <laughs> ring, which should make you feel better, because my intention is still to put this engine on the camel. I'm. I don't know if it makes <laughs> me feel better or not because I like the GB better than the camel. It camels, to each their own. Okay, doesn't do anything for me. It really doesn't. The camel doesn't. Some, okay. I mean, I get it. Like I said, everybody has their own mm-hmm. their own things they like, but yeah. I can appreciate it for what you're doing to it. But the actual shape of it, like World War One stuff and all that, really doesn't 
tickle my fancy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know how else to put it. So Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. I mean it'll be cool when it's done, but I think the G B will be a cooler airplane to see that engine on. Well, I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm really excited to finish the G B and fly it. I think it's gonna be a rocket. I really do. <laughs> I that, sure hope it is. That would scare me. Well, I mean the 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 full size GBs, the the Z and the R one, they were they were made for racing. Yeah. Like that's why the Granville brothers built them. Um, it was oh, basically GB. I never, yeah. I, like I've never looked into right. what that um, is. I mean, basically these airframes were, were engines with wings. Yeah. I mean, it was a very minimal, I mean, they're short, stubby, you know, there's not a lot of profile. There's not a lot of <laughs> anything to them. It's just an engine with wings. So I'm hoping now granted that, you know, this, this three cylinder of mine doesn't put out a lot of power. I mean, for a 90 size engine, it really puts out 65 ish worth of power. But according to the Kyosho specs on the box, that you're only supposed to fly it up to a 50. So, so it should be overpowered. I'm still, anyway. I'm still kind of overpowered, I think. So that's uh, exciting. Yeah. I can't wait I, I'm, for it. I'm excited. That's more exciting than my Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Spacewalkers are really, Space really, I know. Yeah. But no, they're really cool airplanes. I think you're really going to like them. I'm gonna I've like always it wanted too. one of those too. Like, I, there's certain airplanes that, I've always wanted, and that's one of them. So, yep. All right, cool. Anything else you want to talk about? So, or, oh, no, yes. no. I uh, yes, so, no. I'm, I'm excited about uh, stuff that's coming up. I'm I'm really excited about the uh, the interviews we're gonna start doing. I think uh, I think that's gonna add a, a unique dimension to the show. We shall see. I can't wait. We don't know until we try. Yep. <laughs> so, if you want to be a guest on the show and you want us to uh, have you on the show to talk about whatever interests you in uh, in the RC world, make sure you get on the website rcplanelab.com and somewhere on that website is a form you can fill out that says be a guest Uh, so fill that out uh, we'll get it and then we'll start uh, like you said Ron we'll start uh, working the coordination for that we'll start the scheduling process cool beans good (laughs) good deal (laughs) All right. until next time I am Ron I'm Tom good night good night we hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast for topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.